guys, I'm Danny, and thanks for tuning in to The Grown Up Hustle. This podcast is based on real people sharing all their different journeys as they navigate this crazy ride called adulting. From coffee o'clock to wine o'clock and all that happens in between, we're here to openly discuss how we're all just really hustling our way through life. So if you're ready for the highs, the lows, and a whole lot of real talk, then stay tuned because we've got you covered. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm making a much more concerted effort to sound upbeat this week. Someone said to me that on my intro last week, I sounded really sad. I recorded it um, before I went in for surgery on the Sunday. And I didn't think I sounded that sad when I recorded it. But actually, when I listened back, I did sound a little bit doom and gloom. I was obviously dreading the uh, impending upheaval of the surgery. Anyway, back in work now, I did take a week off. Surgery went well, um, except for I had a spinal instead of general anaesthetic. And it's absolutely rooted my back. So I did spend about a week in bed on and off. I did make it back to the gym this week, uh, although tried to do a little bit more today and struggled. Uh, Do suffer with sciatica because I've got scoliosis. So if anyone else has had spinal injections or epidurals and they've had like back pain afterwards, please slide into my DMs and give me some tips or tricks or just assure me that it goes because this is driving me absolutely potty. Uh, Anyway, moving on from that, um, huge download success from last week's show with Lena Reagan on increasing your self-worth and setting relationship standards. Had such good feedback as well. So it turns out you guys really enjoyed that topic. I did put a question box up on my Instagram stories at the start of this week asking what topics you guys wanted to hear. And I had lots of responses back and most people were asking for the real talk which is what I do try to bring sort of someone said that they wanted to hear more gritty topics and the overall majority of people were saying that they want me to cover more topics that people struggle with but maybe don't want to admit that they're struggling with Um, I'm always open to any suggestions so if there is anything that you specifically want me to cover obviously I can connect with a wide variety of different people, coaches, mentors, etc. Then definitely hit me up. I want to keep bringing you guys the content that you want. So you can reach out, slide into my DMs with any suggestions on my Instagram, which is Grown Up Hustle. Uh, also, you can reach me via the contact page on my website, which is www.grownuphustle.com. But yeah, any, any suggestions, anything you guys are keen for me to cover, keen to hear, want to listen to, definitely let me know and I will do my best to meet all of your needs. So moving on to the topic of this week's show. This week I'm joined by Cameron Engel. Cam is a old friend of mine. Um, We go quite far back and I won't go into it too much again on the intro as we do cover it in the show. But, you know, Cam and I met when we were much younger, back in our party days, out partying all the time, drinking a lot. And we reconnected not so long ago uh, and discovered that we'd both obviously grown up quite substantially and been on a bit of a journey. Cam is now a mindset coach and he runs a Melbourne-based business called Shift Into Life. He's just helping people in general live presently and just raise that over overall vibration. 
on this week's show, we are covering sort of that mindset shift, how how life is for you when you're transitioning and how to actually handle that. Because we are all at very different life stages, I find, as we go into our 30s. Some of us are still single, dating, whereas others are married, children, etc. And And sometimes you can feel like you're kind of losing your way a little bit, losing the vibe a little bit and becoming a, a bit of a disconnect with your, your friends and your peers. So on this week's show, we talk about implementing a bit of a mindset shift and how changing behavioural patterns can help to turn a new habit into a routine and also just how to connect with others around you, even if you are on different paths of life or, or different stages. We also talk about how to implement more positive mindset structure into your daily life life through these small changes so that you can really start to live more presently you can feel a lot happier and you can just feel more fulfilled on a daily basis so that's been me rambling on now for the past few minutes so time to get things moving so on that note let's get cam onto the show hey cam welcome to the show how are you going today i'm well thanks danny how are you I'm great. It's so nice catching up with you, mate. It's been so long, honestly. It's crazy. <laughs> it's been so long. Thanks for inviting me on. Nah, thanks for coming. Honestly, it's such a pleasure to have you here. So a little bit of background about you, about us. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously you and I met back in our party days when things were very, very different. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then we um, we lost contact for a little while. Um, I left Australia. You relocated then down to Melbourne, and we touched base completely by accident. You came across my podcast profile on Instagram, and then as soon as you obviously added me, I recognised the name and was like, "Oh my fucking god!" And then all of a sudden, you were like, "Oh my god, it's you!" And we realised that we'd both been on this big like. <laughs> transition and journey so obviously had to catch up and since then I've sort of been bending your ear saying like come on the show come on the show (laughs) so finally got you on so yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah what a wild ride I had um, no expectation that that was you when I came across your page it caught me by surprise massively you must have realized um, that as soon as you clicked on the pictures like fuck it's Danny oh no I think when you said oh look who the cat dragged in and I was like fuck who am I dealing with now and then I and then I sort of put two and two together I'm like holy shit it's Danny fuck I haven't seen you in so long but you know these things these weird and wonderful things happen all the time I think you know it's probably just meant to be that way energy like pulls you in doesn't it like like oh. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to say we're on the same sort of track. Yeah, no, it's a million percent. Um, so mm. going back to sort of the changes that you've made. So you've gone from probably one of my favorite party boys, someone that definitely <laughs> you had to have a really good time and throw the best parties ever to completely doing a a flip 180 and you're now a coach and you're helping people get through quarter life crises and sort of fight those self-limiting beliefs and stuff so should we go back to let's go back to the start so obviously back at the start when we first met um met you partying through some really really sick parties had a Met the apartment overlooking the opera house with Fair Ellie, yeah. my best friend's birthday, with like a million <laughs> girls there running around. We had the male strippers there and like 
that was a hectic <laughs> weekend. And I even remember yeah. I had to leave to go home feed my dogs because you know no matter what country i think we even had a bulldog with a with a big diamond gold chain running around <laughs> at one party i'm not sure who that was but whoever was running around with dog. that was having a great time <laughs> dog, actually i think but um but that, like that party i remember like we partied all weekend and i actually did leave eventually and mm-hmm. and then like i reached out to you guys a bit later like on the whatsapp group and you'd all like relocated to someone else's house and there was all pictures of you and like i think you maybe at like george's house and there was all pictures of you in like fancy <laughs> outfits and shit and i was like guys it's a fucking monday like what are you doing i'm at work and i don't know if some of you had had <laughs> or not but when it was it was it was hectic it was pretty hectic yeah well that was the thing we were um we were stuck in sydney in this beautiful apartment and all of a sudden we realized fuck we run out of time and um it was time to check out so yeah we had to get our shit together and find somewhere to go to sober up until we could drive um back to canberra so i think our only option was george's house at the time and she was like yeah come over to my house and all of a sudden, before I knew it, we're all in fucking fancy dress costumes. And, yeah, one thing led to another. And I think we were walking down the street at one stage and everyone around that area was just thinking, what the fuck is going on here? But, <laughs> on oh, so, <laughs> those, those, are, those are distant memories now, but we had some really great times back then. I do look back. I do think that, you know what, I've got no, I don't know about you, for me, I've got no regrets of my party days. I think that if I hadn't done the things that I'd done or, or you know, sort of lived the life that I'd lived, maybe I wouldn't be the person I am today so yeah it's all part of a you know a journey and it's a bit of a a bit of a journey to self-discovery as well I think so let's go back to what what started you onto this journey then well we'll start off where I left you last and that was in Sydney and yeah fuck we were having some wicked times back then and I guess you know everyone progresses and moves on except we decided to sort of step the party game up even more and you know we were working I think the majority of people in my circle of friends who were self-employed and had their own businesses, but it also gave us a lot of freedom. So we spent a lot of time working hard a couple of days a week and then partying hard the rest. And yeah, the state we were in, which was Canberra, um, we were actually just traveling down to Sydney to party. But when we were in Canberra, we sort of got to the stage of outgrowing that city and um, I guess came for a change and we decided to venture down to Melbourne and Melbourne opened up a whole different kettle of fish it's um a total different scene down here and it's super super cool but it's super super dangerous if you know if you don't control sort of what's going on around you because it's very easy to get sucked into into the party week after week after week after week and before you know it it's sort of you're getting into your early 30s and just like fuck what do i gotta do and i guess for me the big turning point was the drugs i had done quite a lot of drugs i'm talking about the the type so i pretty much dabbled in nearly everything um some obviously more than others but i guess but we're talking party drugs now yeah yeah we're talking party drugs um also started getting into psychedelics and things like that um and i guess once that happened sort of internally i had this intuitive feeling that to me that was the end of the line of the partying and opening your mind that way was was wicked um but i guess to me it sort of was calling me to sort of say all right well enough's enough and what i found was in myself in the end was i was just fucking 
getting bored at parties and festivals, which I absolutely used to love, but like I'd seen the same DJs a hundred times. I had been to the same parties. I had fucking hung out with a lot of the same people and they're absolutely awesome people. But I guess when you do it so much, like, like you do anything, it just gets boring. And I completely exhausted that that you know part of my life to the point where I was just sort of doing it to keep up with the Kardashians so to speak in that you know always having that fear of fuck well what happens if I decide to stop like do I have any friends or yeah that's the hard part like do I have people that I can turn to yeah and like in Melbourne here I don't have uh, family that's living close by so for me I'm the only person here so it was a really really difficult time and sort of time of reflection to go fuck well what do I really want because you know I'm in my early 30s it's sort of like unless you're absolutely killing it it's sort of like the time where you, you go okay well what the fuck do I want to do with the rest of my life? You know, I was fortunate or not fortunate. I guess I don't have kids. So I didn't have that responsibility to have to think about that. So I was sort of like, okay, well, what do I want to do? And it was just that stop and looking in the mirror and going, what the fuck do you really want? Do you know what I mean? I remember there was so many times where I'd be out partying and doing drugs and the mirrors are right in front of you. And I guess I just had this internal feeling of fucking, I just wasn't happy. Like to put it plain and simply. Um, you're still always going to be chasing that high and that happiness. It's the same with, with, you know, all drugs, really, I think you, it it was those, those things, but it it doesn't necessarily fix it or make you happy. In fact, it can actually make you more sad and more depressed. I think that like when you start partying, it's really fun. Like everything's really new. It's exciting. You got all these new fucking experiences. It's like, you know, you're a kid in a candy shop and you're like, wow, this is awesome. And you're having meeting all these new people and it's great. But I guess over time, the longer it drags out, unless you meet someone that you grow out of that, you know, it's very, very difficult because it just becomes your norm and it becomes what you do on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it, for me, it was even Mondays. So it was nearly four days of my week. So and we're having a great time, like fuck, awesome people involved in that scene. Absolutely yeah, love them to yeah. bits. But, but I guess for myself, I was just like feeding this, not I guess feeding this hole of not knowing what else there was. And this is sort of all I knew. And the thing that changed my life was just knowledge. Like if anyone wants any fucking, <laughs> if anyone wants any advice at all, the only reason we party is because we don't have the knowledge not to. And that was a massive changing point in my life. And I guess as soon as I started getting knowledge and listening to books and reading books, it just completely opened up my world. And it's like I've never looked back. It's crazy, isn't it? How something so so simple, so accessible that has been there the whole time, you never ever considered as an option until it was put directly under your nose by someone else that was like hey check this out and then it just caused a huge turn of events by that one simple action 100 and it's not like we can blame ourselves because when this happened i sort of felt like fuck i've wasted all these years partying but then i thought well hold on a second if i didn't get to this realization i probably never would have gotten here yeah you know and it's not anyone's fault it's not even our own fault it's just the conditions that we're brought up in which you know we're either reading a lot or studying a lot or we're not we're entertaining ourselves with things and there's sort of 
two sides of the coin there. But I guess once you've done a lot of entertainment for yourself and you've done a lot of crazy things, the knowledge thing hasn't been explored yet. So now again, it's a new, a new world. It's like a kid in a candy shop again. It's like, holy shit, I've got all this experience and all these amazing stories and, and whatnot. Some of the stories would absolutely blow your mind. But I think once you get into the knowledge sector, sector you're like, fuck, I can use what I've learned over the years and I can actually use this to help people. Yeah. Yeah, to grow, grow yourself, helping others around you grow. And it takes a lot of patience, a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of acceptance and a lot of forgiveness. But in the end, like, it, you can't beat it. Like, literally, uh, I took so many drugs in my life, but the drug I'm on, and it sounds so cliche, but like, when you are feeding yourself full of knowledge and you're getting insights every day and you're growing so rapidly, it's a new experience every day and you're fucking just super, super high. Like, but No, it does make sense because your your productivity is going to be releasing serotonin in the same way that drugs would. So you're just finding your high from something else, whatever your addiction is. Not that you were addicted to drugs, actually, but you know what it's like. Everyone loves to drink, loves to get on it, loves to have a great time. But yeah. you're, you're addicted to not necessarily the, the drink or the drugs, but, you know, that whole, that buzz that you're getting. So you're just finding something else to fuel your, like, addiction yes. you like into. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I guess for me, it, it was quite normal to go out and do drugs. It was normal. There was no one looking down on it. It is quite normal. I'm not saying it is normal, but it's a lot of people do it these days. Well, we think it's normal, but in terms of what's normal and what's not normal, that's just, you know, people's perspective. People's perspective. But I guess like what I, the one thing that did it for me was I stopped taking drugs, but my body still craved the high Yeah, and I couldn't get the high anywhere else bar from setting small accomplishments and achieving them. And then I was like, fuck, there's that dopamine into my brain. And I was like, fuck, there it is again. And I just started noticing like every time I went for a run and I came back through and like it closed the, the front gate and I'm like, oh, that feeling. And you're like, that feels good and I'm like boom that's dopamine and then I started noticing this and then I would do something for work and I'm like boom that's dopamine there's that that's ticked off that's ticked off and all of a sudden I went on this accomplishment junkie binge of like just setting small ones and and then like ticking them off and ticking them off and all of a sudden I was getting higher than I was when I was on drugs it's crazy and I, yeah I was just like what the fuck I was like I was like you can I can still get the same chemical into my brain but now I'm actually doing stuff for good. But how were you received by the people around you is the problem because that is it's a huge change. I mean, it's not that the core fundamentals of your personality have changed, but the way that you choose to live your life, the activities that you were choosing now to do, the things you were choosing to put your time and energy into had changed so massively that that would have been a huge change for everyone around you. Oh, 100%. And like, it was really hard at the start. But, you, you know, the one thing you got to keep reminding yourself is the people that have known you in that way only know that part of you and that side of you. They don't know you any other way. And I find that sometimes, especially with males, they're not vulnerable enough to sort of let their emotions out with their friends. So when they stop partying, their friends might be like, what the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. But they only know you in that way. And it's not their fault that they they think that maybe things have changed and things have changed. You are you know, getting your high from somewhere, somewhere else now. And that's okay. But I guess, you know, being able to sit down and explain this is what I'm doing. And then I need to work on this and this and this, but in the end, you're still getting your high. And that's why you lose interest in, in actually 
taking drugs in you know, to begin with again. You're just sort of like, yeah. well, why do I need to do it when I can do it naturally? And I guess people get a bit uncomfortable with that. You know, it's. I think that people get uncomfortable though, because a lot of people, a lot of people, they would like to be able to make the change, make the difference, you know, change yeah. life up. It's, it's easy. The party scene is an easy scene. It's fun. You know, it is fun. And there's always a million people to hang out with, whether they're true connections or not. Yes, I've made some true connections, you know, sort of going out and partying and going to festivals and having a good time. But I've also met a lot of, I would say, empty souls. And they're just people to to kick around with and have a great time with. People, as a general rule, you know, we we like to be around other people. It's scary to sit in your own company and actually have to do that self-work. So I feel that people will watch other people on that journey of self-discovery. And because they're not brave enough to quite take that step themselves, or maybe they're not quite ready to take that step themselves in their lives, then they almost start turning on you for doing that because you've been brave enough to take that that step and make those changes yeah and that's exactly right but you can't blame them for that because everyone's on their own journey but I guess like the biggest change for me was when I simply looked at myself in the mirror and I realized how fucking blessed we are to be living in this body and like I can literally glow out and get dopamine to my brain by achieving something and I was like how good is it that I can drink a coffee and feel the caffeine I was like this is fucking amazing like if when you start seeing the gratitude and what you actually have which you take for granted every day you just start to use it as like your body is like more of a machine not really and you start like using it in different ways to help yourself improve and and grow and then all of a sudden you're like well this is fucking wicked I'm gonna have fun with this now but you thought when you were on a three-day bender and this is something um one of my guests on another show said she stopped drinking for, for various reasons but she stopped drinking And she said, you know, at our age, she's um, late 30s. And she said, you know, at our Mm -hmm. age, we we need to be a lot more mindful that the things we're doing to our body are having a a much greater effect. I mean, you think about it in your 20s, you could go out on a four-day bender and still pull up and go to work. But, you know, as you get older, it is more difficult. And actually... When you were there piling, you know, whiskey and, and cocaine into you, you're not thinking about the detrimental like effects that that could be having on your on your heart, you know, on your liver and on, on your your major organs. Whereas I think as you get older, you do start to think, oh, fuck, like this is my body. Well, this is a, it needs to be a well-oiled <laughs> machine. I need to take better care of it. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. Like we're all living inside our own bodies. And in the end, you don't realise what you're doing to it until you start fucking looking after it and you're like holy shit i was taken for granted i was having a great time but in the end you know you only got one body and i've gone through some pretty traumatic experiences with that and with drugs and sort of you know face some some pretty terrible things with it but i guess once you start to just be grateful for for having it then you start to look after it you know, grateful that you even got hands that can pick something up, that you've got legs that can walk, that all this sort of stuff. And you're like, okay, well, I've got all this stuff that works. How can I improve this? How can I make it better? And when you start doing that, that's when you get really fucking high because you are now in this constant state of growth. And it's almost a state of creativity, which is pretty much the bare essence of who we are as humans. Like, you know, we are created from our parents and, you know, whatever happens happens but i guess when you get to that you're you're living presently you're growing and it's just a like you're just an overall blissful life 
you just in a complete state of joy. So you were obviously living for the weekends and that that joy and the happiness that the party scene was bringing you on the weekends, whereas now you've managed to find joy and fulfilment in everyday life in the simple things. Yeah, and that's right. And like I never looked down on that party scene at all. You know, I've I love it and I had so much fun doing it. But like I just started getting the the highs from something else, and that's simply that's simply it. You know, I started finding different things I was interested in. And I guess when I really, really started looking into, um, you know, how can I improve the body and do it? Like, I'll be honest, I'm quite a lazy person. I like to do things as quickly as I can and as easily as possible. So we all. <laughs> I was fucking, I was fucking re- like listening to audiobooks flat out, you know, of all these super famous biohackers and guys with all this wisdom and knowledge and health experts and i was like fuck i'm just going to combine all this knowledge that they use and come up with a really easy way to pretty much make yourself feel almost like you're superhuman it's just like you're flying life up yeah definitely so what was there there must have been a pivotal sort of turning point like a pivotal moment that that sort of made you embark upon this what was that to be honest there was one night i was standing out in a in a club in a festival it was like a festival or a little gig was being thrown at this club i don't know it was packed but i was standing there and i don't know what happened but i had taken a lot of drugs that night but for some reason i just snapped out of it and i sobered up and i was just like in an instant and i was like fuck and i looked around and everyone was really wasted having a great time but i sort of found myself separated from that and i sort of thought fuck well you know i'm gonna go home and that was probably the first time that i've ever called the party early but i I went home and I was really content with it. And in the end, yeah, I guess the next day I sort of reflected back on it and I was like, fuck, something really shifted last night. I don't know what it was, but I need to do something with it. But that shows that mind over matter is a huge thing when it comes to alcohol and drugs, because like you hear people say, oh, does, you know, I couldn't get drunk tonight, no matter how hard I tried. And, you know, sometimes like for me, sometimes I could have like a glass of wine and I would feel the effects. Other times I would have a bottle and really feel nothing at all. So it depends mm-hmm. what mind state you're in as to how it's yeah. going to have an effect on you as well. So whereas you're saying everyone else around you was obviously, you know, drunk or high and having a great time partying and you just suddenly were like boom I'm straight you know I've got a clear head there must have been something that kicked in in your brain to make you suddenly pull up straighten up and be like fuck this I'm going home yeah I think my tolerance was so high on some things that it sort of made me feel a bit sick like I was like fuck I can do so much and then it's not affecting me so I was sort of like there's something that yeah it needs to be it needs to be addressed here seriously and that's just what I did you know, I just fucking addressed it. And yeah, you know, I don't ha- didn't have anyone here. I had, I've got some really good friends around here, but I guess when you go on that sort of inward journey, a lot of people turn to their families and I didn't have that to turn to. Like my parents live in different States in Australia and I was sort of here by myself. So I guess yeah, I had to do it all myself. And then all of a sudden COVID hit, we're in lockdown and you know, everyone knows how that turned out. So Victoria was hit pretty pretty bad with the lockdowns i mean it was the only place really until recently in australia that was hit quite badly with well not, i say badly in comparison to you know the rest of the world it's not but you know you guys were in pretty strict lockdowns in victoria with a lot of time to sort of sit on your own and, and reflect if you like yeah well a lot of people were either partying or they weren't and i was very fortunate that i sort of gone on this internal journey and i don't know how to explain it but i was okay with being alone then 
So for me, it was just an opportunity to get healthy, get some more knowledge and sort of just tick off a few things I wanted to do. Were you comfortable in your own space prior to this sort of mind mindset shift? Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was comfortable. I would say there was things definitely that weren't addressed from childhood, but I would say I was definitely comfortable. I guess um, when you make a shift, you always start questioning. It's just a natural thing for anyone to do, questioning what you've done and you know why you did it. And I guess that's sort of like a beautiful thing because you're technically just reflecting back which is building your strength in the present moment. So I guess one thing that I just can't get over is everyone spends so much of their time living for the weekend and I did exactly the same, you know, hanging out with your friends, partying. And we're just living to be present with our friends and with our family. And that's why everyone says, I can't wait for the fucking weekend. Like I've had a big week at work. But I guess when you go on this internal journey and you get to that state of being present the majority of the time, that's where you're living every day and it's a fucking beautiful place to live and you know i hope that the way that technology spreads these days so rapidly that we can sort of spread the word because it's a really nice caring uplifting yeah just good place to be so you said to me that there was a book that you read um and that sort of was the first point that got you onto this this journey of of you know self-discovery what was the book yeah so that was called the power of now by eckhart Tolle. I think books have their place in your life. I think, um, you know, sometimes you can read a book and get nothing from it and then you can read it a year later and it completely changes your life. Mm. And I think it just depends how open you are to receiving the information. And yeah. once you go there intentionally with that book, I'm open to receiving it, you're pretty much putting all your shit aside and going, all right, well, I'm here to clean out some old knowledge and I'm here to fill it with some new knowledge. Yeah. And that's simply, and I guess at that stage of my life, I was ready to clear out some of the old knowledge because it was going stale and it was time for, and time for a sort of new look on life. It's just so hard though. It is hard stepping away from that. I do. It's, it's something you've known, even for myself, you know, it's something you've, you've known for so many years, just partying every weekend, every weekend, every weekend to suddenly not do it. I mean, for a lot of us, particularly over in the UK, we, you know, we were forced into staying in our homes, not being able to party. And we literally couldn't even go to each other's, well, we could, but, you know, we could get in trouble for going to each other's houses as in, you know, we could risk getting fines and stuff. So I don't know how strict it was over in Victoria, but for a lot of people, one hell of a lot of people definitely in the UK this year, they've had to A, learn to spend time on their own and sit in their own company and B, start taking the sort of like pleasure and joy in the, in the simple things in life because at the start of it all we couldn't get you know even some basic food supplies nappies for you yeah. know my friends were kids so they couldn't get hold of nappies and you couldn't go to the gym you couldn't go to the bar on the weekend you couldn't go to the shops and you realize actually when you remove all of these things from your life because we're so busy every day filling ourselves up with distractions that's something that I really believe and when you yeah strip life back and you remove the distractions and you were literally forced to sit in your own company you do you know with very limited options around you you do start seeing life in a very different way and you do even for myself I mean I'll be honest the first half of lockdown I probably drank too much and I noticed that mm -hmm. my alcohol intake was massively increasing mm. and then uh, 
it was a conversation with someone who is a sobriety coach. Um, I did a show with him. Uh, I'm actually the producer for his show. Um, mm-hmm. and it was just a very simple conversation that, you know, he was just talking and sharing information with me, but it, it triggered something in my mind to think like, oh, I need to take a step back from this. This isn't serving me, you know, feeling grotty every morning because I've consumed too much wine or, you know, too much whiskey. You know, it's, it's not serving me. I'm not growing as a person. It's not, it, you know, I'm not taking yeah. care of my body and it's not helping my mind. And yes, I do still drink, but compared to what I was drinking, yeah, I've massively cut back. And that's a beautiful question that you ask yourself, like, is it still serving me? Because you can apply that with pretty much everything. And it's probably one of the most powerful self-reflection questions you can ask yourself. And say, for example, you know, you have pulled yourself away from that party scene and you are alone for the first time. There's a real difference between being alone and being lonely. So when you're feeling lonely, you're not living presently because you're wondering what everything else is happening around you. Once you realize that is not serving you, and realize that that worrying and that anxiety is not serving you, then you're like, fuck, okay, well, what is going to serve me? And then you start finding things that serve you. And the first thing you do is you want to look after yourself, start to like get yourself into shape. You start to change your diet a little bit. You start to drink a little bit less and you're like realizing the benefits and how much more energy you have during the day and all these fucking awesome things start happening. And all of a sudden you're jumping out of bed again. And it's sort of like, well, fuck, this is serving me. And I ask that question, all the time i probably ask that on a daily basis to be honest still and it just points me in the right direction is this serving me it might be you know there might have been a client at work i had to deal with who was quite difficult and me getting you know all caught up in it simply as soon as i stop and i go is me worrying about this serving me and i say yes or no then you know it disappears. The world doesn't change anything either. That's that is the the point. You you're the only thing you're doing is is affecting your life. You, you, the other person isn't affected by what they're what they're doing to you. They don't care. Exactly. They don't care that they've they've affected your day and you're now worrying or you're feeling anxious. So it's literally is not serving the greater good remotely. No, not at all. Because then you bring that shitty energy back, you know, to home or to back to the workplace or to wherever you got to be. And it's sort of like, well, that's not serving anybody now. And yeah, there are things that are going to, people are going to do, which isn't going to align with your values. But that's what fucking makes this world so awesome that people value different shit. You just got to stick to what you value and, you know, find the stuff that does serve you and it does work for you. And I guess one thing that I've realized out of this whole thing is nothing is going to last forever anyway. Mm. Okay. Ever. Like no matter who we're with or what we're doing or how successful we're going to be, it's not going to last forever. So I guess one of the big things for me was like, well, as much as I wanted the party to last forever and I loved it so much and I couldn't do it. It wasn't, it just wasn't happening anymore. So in the end, it was just that honest, you know, confrontation with myself going, all right, well, what are you going to do? How am I going to show up for myself tomorrow? And what is it going to start off with? And I started off really small. I went from three, four day benders to drinking enough water the next day to I know two weeks after that, making sure I'd go outside and go for a walk and increasing that walk. And then it went getting back into the gym and I started back off at square one, yeah. you know, and now like my fitness levels, I've never been fitter in my entire life. It's been two years, but because I've been living presently, I've been getting that, that high, that dopamine hit every single day from, from those little, little achievements. But that's the thing. I think when people start 
considering, you know, making a change, changing up their life. They think that it's huge actions that they need to take. And realistically, like you said, it's not. And if you take huge drastic actions, the chances are it's like, for instance, if you say, right, I want to lose weight and I go on a diet and you mm-hmm. say, well, you know, all I'm going to do is I'm going to eat spinach and drink water. You know, that's not sustainable and that's actually not going to serve you long term. But if you start maybe reducing your your portions, increasing your, uh, uh, yeah, sorry, if you start reducing your portions or, you know, increasing your protein uptake or getting moving a little bit every day, it's those small actions that will you know, surmount to the big actions long-term. And those things are achievable. They are sustainable. They are realistic. And they will all serve you for the greater good in the long-term. It's just about consistency, having the consistency and the dedication to yourself to keep, keep showing up for yourself every day and doing these simple things every single day will make your life better. 100%. 100%. One of the best in, uh, investments I got was a $5 um, calendar from the local news agency and it had the whole month on it. You might, you know, you get 12 pages all the different pretty pictures and things like that. Yeah. But what I was able to do was keep track of my habits. So I was like, well, I did a bit of study on how long it takes to form a habit. And they said, I think it's like 30 30 days or something like that so i was like okay well 28 days days, is it the average apparently Apparently. well so i was like well i want to create a new habit so i'm just going to do this for 28 days and i just started choosing habits of people who i looked up to and what they did and people who inspired me and i was like well everyone is just a product of their habits and if you want anything to change you just got to introduce a new habit. You don't have to delete one. You just introduce a new one. Just replace it with something else. And as soon as I started doing that, I was like, okay, well, what else can I add? What else can I add? And you know, after two years, you are, you are a totally different person, but you are now creating the person you want to become. And it's good, you know, going back to what you said, uh, you know, a few a few minutes back about different people surrounding yourself with different people and how we're all different. Yes, we are all different. And mm. you might not always you know, agree with the next person or, but you can always take something off someone. I I do, or, you know, you can always gain something off someone, should I say. And it's for me, a confirmation bias is a really big thing. So I might not agree with, you know, how everyone lives their lives around me or everyone's thoughts and, and opinions around me, but, but I still can sit there and have a conversation with them because just because they don't, you know, they're not, they're not sort of having the same viewpoints or, or opinions as me. That's not to say that I can't gain something from that conversation or from that person, because I do believe yeah. you stop and you look at the people around you, you, you can gain so much from people in so many different ways. And that is the beautiful thing about connecting with other people. 100%, 100%. And when you start look, you know, looking through the lens of, holy fuck, this person is all about this and you're interested to how they got there, then you start learning, you start taking the bits and pieces that will work for you. So yeah. every time I meet somebody, no matter what position they're in, I'm not there to like not give a fuck about what they're talking about, even though I might not agree with what, what they're saying. I'm like, this is so interesting that you have this view on the world like this and what made this happen. And then I'm like, okay, well, that, that works. So now all of a sudden you're going to, I remember when I first started getting social again after going through this whole shift, you, you get a little bit of anxiety. You're sort of like, fuck, I don't know how people are going to take me, you know, because <laughs> now I'm different. Yeah. But, the, the fucking cure to that was 
well, hold on a second. Instead of me worrying about what everyone's going to think, I'm just going to maybe be a bit excited to get to know what everyone's sort of about, like being interested, being present in the conversation and actually engaging. And then you're seeing it through a different lens because now you're not worried about what people think of you. You're actually going there with the intention to learn something from somebody. You have to have, I put a post up actually last last week, I think it was saying, you know, you, you have to be basically strong enough to allow people to dislike you. You know, not everyone is going to like you in the world. Not everyone is going to agree with, with, you know, your opinions, your viewpoints, the way you live your life, your, your mentality, mindset, attitude, whatever it might be, maybe how you look, how you dress, and that's okay. But you, you shouldn't have to change to fit in with the people around you because you're doing what's best for you and you're you're serving yourself and if we don't serve ourselves and we don't show up for ourselves every single day then we're not comfortable in our own skin and in our own company and if that means that we're not well received by everyone around us well that's kind of okay too you know yeah and if you're worrying about that then that's not serving you anyway so you've got to stop worrying about it it's like that's the question you got to ask oh fuck i'm worried about what these guys are saying but is it me worrying about that even serving me and then you stop giving a few less fucks about it all and then all of a sudden people like you know when someone walks in the room you can tell they've got that vibrant energy they can just walk in light up the room they're not really giving a fuck about much they're just no. doing their thing and i think when you get older not older but you start to realize that Everyone is just doing the best they can with the knowledge that they have. And you also think that everyone is so concerned about you, what you're doing, how you're living your life, how you look or where you're living or whatever it might be. And you're right. Nobody gives a fuck. Everyone is so concerned about themselves and their own issues and their own problems and what, what the world is thinking of them. They're not worrying about you. They don't really fucking care about you. And anyone who has got time to care and judge and criticize you, I think they're doing it generally from a place of insecurity anyway. 100%, 100%. Like, you know, the only thing we should all give a fuck about is making sure that our own minds don't mess with ourselves. Yeah. That's the fucking key. If you can train your mind in a way where it's not messing with with yourself, you're fucking, you've done it. Like, that's, that's it. You're, <laughs> you're, you're free. Yeah. You, you can completely go and create the life you want to create because you're doing it out of, a place of genuine, like you're just being genuine with yourself. You know, like, well, this yeah. is what I want to be. And this is how I want to be, like, become. So you, obviously, you've set up now working as a coach and you say that you're a coach that helps people get through those um, quarter-life crises, which is mm-hmm. true. And it's, I think that quarter-life crisis is that change up from, you know, your 20s. And, and for a lot of us, you know, it is, it's traveling, it's partying, it's going out, it's being surrounded by people and going like, how, right, how do I move into the next stage of my life? Because even for me now, I've, you know, I turned 37 this year, mm-hmm. in my head, I still very much do feel that I'm very young at heart. I don't, I don't feel like I'm 37. So, and it's, mm, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's great. But, um, I'm, or I'm in complete denial one or the other, but you know, I don't feel that I'm, I'm an adult. And actually when I, I said to, um, I said to Louise, a girl who was on, on one of my other shows, you know, we're the same age. And I said, oh my God, you know, when we're nearly like, it's sort of like middle-aged and, and she was like, oh, I can't believe you're saying that. And I'm like, fuck, but it is like, say we live to 80, then we're, we're nearly halfway through our lives. And it's, it's hard. It is hard making that transition from the one sort of that one stage in your life to the next. And I think it's something a lot of people 
struggle with and a lot of people want to do but maybe don't have you know don't have the courage to do it or don't have the support around them and obviously that's where you step in with your work because you can help mm. guide people onto that journey that they are looking for more smoothly you know it's sort of transition into it a lot easier 100% 100% and like it you know it does take a lot of work but it is the most liberating feeling you'll ever experience in your entire life but that's why that's why people become coaches they're not doing it they're doing it because they want people to experience living in that present state which is what we do on weekends when we're partying it's like well you can do this 24/7 and this helps you deal with all the shit that happens in life because life's not fucking easy it's hard yeah it's, it's fucking hard and that's how it's meant to be it's meant to be hard things aren't easy and when you realize that everything's just a fucking challenge and you're like okay well the challenge is to step into the person that i want to become now what does that look like you know and that's the best reflection you can do for yourself like what does that look like and who can i find around me that can help me get there quickly and easily you know as smoothly as possible so that's why I've set up the business to try and help people get to that state and I think you know everyone in my opinion everyone should have a wellness or life coach they should maybe be speaking to a therapist you don't just have to have these things in place these support networks in place because you are particularly going through a difficult time it's like therapy if you only go to therapy to talk about things when they're bad how do you stay on track and it's the same with coaching you need someone to keep you on track and someone to hold you accountable on that journey so like for me i you know i do i have a life coach and and they do keep me on track so and i have a support network of of women and you know we touch base every few weeks uh, we're from all over the world we touch base on zoom and these women hold me accountable for my actions and you know they're there for the good and the bad times in my life but they'll always always make sure that i am showing up for myself authentically in it for me yeah. in business is, is the biggest thing but but yeah know, in day-to-day life and that's the role that you are now going to play for so many people in their lives yeah i've got a really fortunate job where i do a lot of driving so i would we read a book every three or four days or listen to a book shall I say on audible so in my view of this whole scenario is all these awesome people out there who have written these books they've spent 10 years 20 years putting this information together they've trialed and tested all these things so I'm sort of in the position where I guess in the last two years I think I've read 95 books you know if going from or you know I've listened to 95 books and slash read and I think going from party state to now getting all this information i'm pretty much living off all this insight every day and i'm just like well people need to hear this shit because it makes your life fuckload easier that's it's simple so for the for the listeners can you maybe give us some tips on how to overcome some self-limiting beliefs or how to begin to start taking steps towards that change changing up you know the the sort of damaging or toxic patterns in your life yeah sure sure so the first step is realizing that all our beliefs just come from the knowledge that we have so far you didn't choose them they just come from the stuff that we're handed to us so sometimes we choose to be religious sometimes we choose to be whatever it is, we choose to eat certain food, like all our beliefs are handed down to us. But I guess when you realize that people above you are handing you those beliefs, they're doing it with the best knowledge that they have at the time. And then you can go, okay, well, 
this belief isn't really helping me at the moment. So how can I change that one? And once you realize that you have the power to change that and you can swap that belief with another belief, then you pretty much open up your world. And what about people that want to start taking steps towards sort of the the change, changing behaviours, patterns? Sure. No, like to be honest, the main thing about, like we spoke about a whole whole lot about showing up for yourself. Mm. You know, we feel shit because we don't show up for ourselves. When When we set something and we stick to it, your real soul confidence grows. Like even if it's something really small, like drinking enough water during the day, once you do it, you're like, fuck yeah, done that. That's awesome. Or you went for that run or you made it to the gym or you set yourself a little target and you fucking achieved it. That's how you build your confidence. It's not about what you look like or what you're wearing or what you fucking own. It's sticking to your guns and showing up for yourself. And that's why coaches come in handy. I've got a coach myself and I guess they do hold you accountable and they push you and they help you steer that path you know a little bit easier yeah million it's the, it's the fucking best investment you'll ever make well the best investment you'll ever make in life is in yourself and like you said it's not in image it's not in material goods it's not in the car that you drive or the house that you live in because realistically who gives a fuck the only thing money does is make your life easier i don't believe it makes you happier by any stretch of the word but when you're investing any sort of time and energy and and financially within yourself that is the best money and the best time that you will ever spend in your life it's the best investment yeah so people can connect with you i'm assuming you're offering your services to people from all over the world it's not just limited to australia am i right yeah yeah definitely i've worked with people from the uk i'm working with people from the us um people north queensland some people in south asia it's all about you know find the right coach you simply just want to make sure that you guys vibe each other and you can work together most coaches are just it's just like it's just like passing it forward you know people go out and they spend their life learning information so they can help other people and i guess your deal is to find someone that you're comfortable with that you can relate to that you know is not going to judge you knows the pain that you've gone through can understand your shit and then they want to go yeah i want to help you and they genuinely want to help you. It's not about the money. It's not about fucking knowing more than the other. It's like, listen, man, I know what you're dealing with. And here are some fucking tips, you know, and I'm going to help. I'm going to help you uncover the fucking gold. And once you do that, you'll, you'll fly. Honestly, I can vouch for you, even just as your friend. You're not my coach, but just as my friend. <laughs> Whenever we chat, it is such a vibe. Like you are literally my jam all day long. I could just chat and chat and chat and chat with you. I'm so gutted that we're a million miles apart now because <laughs> just to sit down and just like grab a coffee and put the world to rights with you. You're like one of my favorite people to chat with because you've got so much insight and so much good energy that you put out that I can imagine stepping out of uh you know a coaching session with you and I'd be buzzing like that's how even just as your friend that's how you make people feel you just make them buzz because you've got so much positivity and so much energy and you just you are you're just a vibe you're a whole fucking jam honestly so oh thank you so much for like I am fucking buzzing and that's the beauty of it like you literally like you create this fucking community of people that are just like just smashing it and it's just it's just an awesome feeling it is that's it yeah it's it's great when you find people who are on your I love I love people from all walks of life who are living their lives in all different ways but when you find find 
sorry, but when you find people who are in alignment with you, how you live your life, your views, your thoughts, your opinions, it's a complete gold. There is nothing better. And I genuinely, genuinely, those are the conversations that you, you take so much away from and that you, mm-hmm. you play over in your head, you know, and, and, and yeah. for, for me with you, like some of the combos we've had lately, it does, it just, it really, really does go round on a loop in my head because it made me happy. And it brought me so much at the time when we were talking, which was why I was so keen to get you on the show. I was like, fuck, like other people, <laughs> other people need to connect with him. He's just a fucking, he's, he's an absolute legend. So, so I really can, appreciate it. Can For the listeners now, can you um, say where people can connect with you, where they can find you? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So on my personal account, it's c.j.engel and that's spelled E-N-G-E-L my coaching business profile and that's called shift into life for anyone who's not following cam honestly i mean he'll be tagged on in the show notes and on the on the grid and stories on instagram but go and give him a follow honestly guys there is so much valuable content the best reels ever love his reels they just they're a whole fucking vibe every time they come up on my feed and yeah so many good so many good quotes such good good insight into different ways to live life in true alignment with your best self awesome love it thank you so much for joining me today cam i absolutely love chatting with you as always you're just an absolute hero and um yeah <laughs> Awesome. Absolute pleasure, Danny. Thanks again for having me. Cheers, Cam. (laughs) See ya. As always, guys, thanks for tuning in. And if you enjoyed today's show and you aren't already, then make sure you click follow on whatever platform you're listening on to subscribe and be first in line for the drop of next week's show. If you're an Apple listener as well, I'd be super grateful if you could leave a quick review. Reviews help the algorithm, helps reach more people. More people that listen, the more shows I put out. So it's all good. And I'm really grateful to all of you as well that do share the show and the posts from my Instagram on your socials. I've got heaps of great shows lined up for you guys for season two. So make sure you tune in next week and I hope you all have an absolutely awesome week.